Hey, welcome back. Hey guys, glad you're here. Hope everyone's having a good little tail end of love month. Yeah. February, the only saving grace it has is that it's 28 or 29 days? 28 days this month. No, not you being wrong. Well, some years it's 29. Oh, is that like leap year? What do you mean is that like leap year? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Me bullying you? I'm sorry. Yeah, leap year has oh. 29. Are we in leap year? No. Oh. So it's 28. Dang. You tried to bully me. I didn't. You bullied me. Spit on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, you're gross. Okay, anyways. Okay, something I've been thinking about is how I need constant entertainment, and maybe that's the ADHD speaking, but I can be doing the smallest tasks, and I want to be entertained. Like, for example, don't worry, I'll give examples. If I, if it's going to take me three minutes to clean up toys <laughs> okay, or my room. Okay. I will put three, like, I will be listening to three minutes of a podcast. Like, I will get, I will be getting through, I will be entertained. I can't just sit in silence and do that. Okay, I also Which is a me thing. I should probably figure out how to be alone with my thoughts, but not today. I agree. And not tomorrow. But I'm that way with, like, YouTube or Netflix. Okay. I just turn on podcasts, like, in the car. I'm not, like, a, if, I can't listen to podcasts at home because I can't listen. I get so distracted. Oh, no, I will listen to it, like, ser- like I could seriously be just, like, going to the laundry room to change out the laundry, and I will start playing a podcast. Especially, I've been listening to The Toast recently. I've been absolutely obsessed with The Toast, and they have an hour-long episode that comes out every single day. And so, I'm constantly playing their episodes, because I'm like, I have so much content to get through. If we lived by each other, we could do that. We could literally do that. Yeah. They don't live by each other. What? I, like, imagine them to, like, live with each other. No, they, no, one of, they're both married, and one of them has a kid. But they live in the same state. No, one of them lives in New York, and the other one lives in Florida. They oh, used you're to live in the same state, yeah. Oh. So they record, they just have, like, studios that they record in, but they have the same, like, backdrop, so it looks like they're together. Oh. But they've been podcasting for, like, five or six years or something. I'm new to the toast. Wait, they record long distance? Yeah. What? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, I don't know how. Like, I don't know how they record every single day, not together. I just tried drinking my coffee and my ice was like... (laughs) Oh, that sounded so bad. Yeah, we won't be doing that anymore. Yeah. That was horrible. Anyways, I just thought about how I can't do anything without listening to something. Yeah. That's okay. Just something to write home about. Yeah. Um, My next thing is the no pants trend. Did you see that? No. Lexi. Kendall Jenner, Jenner was wearing just, like, um, tights. Oh, maybe I did see that. And, like, a leotard. And then, like, that a blazer. Chic. And a blazer. And I'm like, what? And it was like... No, because dancers have been doing that for years. But not out and about. No, I know. Like... Like, she was, like, trying to have a moment. Like, a fashion moment. Yes, but people did that for their New Year's Eve like dress like oh, okay. that's what like people were just wearing like a bodysuit with nylons and like a blazer and a blazer can i see a photo yeah i will be showing you a photo because i could never me and my fat thighs could never i First literally of all, i don't like, own a single pair of nylons that doesn't have like a run or a rip in it i'm not like usually in with the trends but i was like that will be a no, trend that i that. can't be in ever yeah, no. um show me a curvy like is there a curvy girl or is it only skinny queens Okay, well, unfortunately, she's Kendall Jenner, so she's going to look good no matter what she does. 
And I don't know who that is, but she's also skinny, so. No, no, I'm not. I won't be, I won't be participating. Is this Bella Hadid? Yes. Okay. Like, of course a supermodel doesn't need to wear pants. They literally are like. Okay, but that's, okay, what? She's not even wearing a blazer. Like, she's she's wearing a sweater. Like, that is like a ballet look, though. Like, that is what you would look like if you were, no, no, no. I'm, like, I'm not saying she's, like, leaving ballet or dance or something. I'm saying that's what it looked like when you would be, like, leaving dance class. Like, you just oh, have no, your no, tights, no. I get that. and, like, a hoodie on. But, like, if someone walked into a shop like this, I would literally be like, ma'am, you forgot your, your skirt. Crap, you forgot half your outfit. I'm not mad at it for Kendall Jenner and Bella Hadid, but I could personally, personally not be caught dead trying I to hop just, on that trend. That is giving, like, I don't know. Not giving, actually. That's what's happening. I think it's cute for them. It would be terrifying on me. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I cannot imagine a world where I step out on the town in a leotard and, like, that was traumatic enough to try to go to dance class in that. Like, yeah, you never feel worse than when you're standing in front of a full body mirror wearing pink tights and a black Leo. Yeah. Just, so I was just gonna say that I could never like participate in that trend. I'm like ten years behind trends though, which is kind of. I feel like we've talked about this before, like you dress in style but not on trend rude we have talked about that before we have and you agreed oh because you you are you say a lot that you're not a trend person i just like don't have the money to fit in with the trends that's fair and, and so they change with the wind so like no stress there it's just yeah whatever i'm that's for another day another random thought i had um, I think I was talking to my mom, someone we, one of us follows on, or is friends with on Facebook, got a divorce, talked about the divorce, but didn't say why. And I'm just here to say, if you're going to announce your divorce, at least be considerate enough to tell the people why you're getting one. Okay. If you're going like to you announce Like, you want someone to be like, he cheated on me. Kinda. Okay. Because why announce it if you're not gonna tell me why? <laughs> I guess you could comment why. Next time. Oh. <laughs> Like, don't make my my mind wander. Because if you don't tell me, I'm going to try to sleuth and figure it out. I'm literally going to make up, like, a reason why you guys got a divorce. Yeah, I'm saying, like, if you announce it. Like, have you ever seen someone literally announce that they're getting divorced or separated on social media? And they're like, but please, like, give us the respect, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you just made me a part of it by posting it. I probably wouldn't okay, have yeah. noticed. I do feel like that, especially with Bachelor Nation. And it's so annoying. And I'm well, like, what? here's the thing with Bachelor, too. Like... Anytime they're getting a divorce or breaking up, you don't have to explain why. I know why. It's because you only dated for a month. <sighs> and they say U-tones move fast. Exactly. I'm like, give Utah the respect it deserves. No. <laughs> at least we get three months, okay? Yeah. Come on. At least they got their three-month engagements. <laughs> Lexi, the other day, we were talking about, like, how expensive an engagement ring should be. And someone was like, thirty to 40000 Because I saw, I saw a TikTok, and that's, like, that was her genuine answer. It was yeah. thirty to 1000 30 to 40 thousand dollars and the guy was like really like if someone popped up with a 10k ring you'd be disappointed and she's like yeah and lexi was like well i would want like a three to four month paycheck yeah like the sum of three to four paychecks i think i said three to five paychecks yeah and i was literally like lexi people are engaged for three months and i'm like and that's why i can't be engaged for three months yeah the rock on my hand needs to be like First of all, I have chubby fingers. Like, yeah, you cannot same. put a small stone on this chode of a finger. No, not the chode. <laughs> Especially right now, because I don't have any nails on. Like, I accidentally picked 
all of my nails off and so i just have short gross nails but nail day is today yeah can't wait um was that your thought yeah just that if you're gonna post your divorce literally air out the dirty laundry okay sounds good um oh i have another thought sorry i just finished listening to i have another thought oh (laughs) fully cuts you off okay do you want to go no go okay i just finished listening to (laughs) i'm glad my mom died by Jeanette mccurdy i listened to the audiobook and she's reading it and she does such a good job of just reading it and telling her story obviously it's so entertaining listening to her tell it like she's so talented and just like i have so much respect for her I knew a little bit about it before I read it because I like when the book first came out I saw her doing interviews but I was pretty shocked throughout the whole thing about like just her story her upbringing her relationship with her mom like obviously from the title you can tell that it wasn't great but just very shocking and I thought she wrapped it up really well her mom obviously passes away and the whole the whole time I was like how is she going to like end this like how is she going to kind of like tie this up and I think she did a really good job. So I recommend everyone should listen to that book. Yeah, audiobooks are the best when the author reads it. Yeah. Like, that's what I was, like, saying, like, about Matthew McConaughey. His book is oh, yeah. so good yeah. because he reads it. In oh, so. his voice. Chef's kiss. Yeah, no. Okay, so my next thought is mm-hmm. if anyone does not follow average fashion blogger they literally need to i have followed her probably for like seven years forever like i remember when she was like very small on instagram yes like sixty thousand followers and the thing about me is that i will always laugh at her there's not a single bit that she does that i don't laugh at and me and lexi like we were literally just talking about her today Uh but i've had this on my notes for a while to talk about on the podcast oh perfect because i need everyone to go and follow her or at least like look her up because she is so freaking funny perhaps i should post my favorite post like when this (laughs) when this episode goes live i want to post my favorite like posts or screenshots i I have have so many screenshots because she's freaking funny like if she has 10 fans i'm one of them if she has five fans i'm one of them if she has one fan i am that fan the one if she has no fans i'm dead yeah no literally (laughs) she's so funny like i just showed lexi this picture of her in the hospital which why was she in the hospital i don't know that was when i had my my instagram is still deleted but that was like you sent me that screenshot i have no idea why she was in the hospital oh she like literally has a picture of her in the gown her bare butt her bare butt is like out and people it's the back of her hospital gown Like, you know, like, it's not tied to begin with. Yeah, like, she is just so funny, where if I was having a bad day, and, like, she came up on my feed, I'd be like, my day is, like, so much better. Yeah, and you could just go stalk her and immediately feel better. Yeah, so, she was she's hilarious. Funny. Well, and whenever I listen to her, like, on a podcast, or she's talking on something, I'm just like, wait, you're... Say that thing about God. Cool like that. Oh, just... there's this post. It's from last year. And I laugh out loud every time I read it. She did like a ask me a question on her Instagram story. And someone said, do you believe in God? And she said, currently on a flight, which is my fave time to aggressively give my life to Christ, no matter where I stand with religion. So in this second, yes, babe, for God so loved the world. And I laugh out loud every time I see that. Because, that because is also so accurate. Yeah. The way my life flashes before my eyes every time I get on an airplane. And you are on an airplane yes, once babe, a month. Yes, babe, for God so loved the world. So, I'm like, yes, he did. Yeah. John 316. Oh my gosh. I'm wearing these freaking eyelashes right now and it's like in my eye. I'm about to rip these out right now. Do it because that's also the best feeling of like peeling off the falsies. Fine. You've convinced me. Yeah. I'm doing it right now. I think we should do an episode on like periods and birth control because I have so many stupid period stories and I'm sure you guys do too. 
I honestly don't. Have period stories? Well. You weren't traumatized by starting your period? Boring. <laughs> oh, we can talk about me starting it. That was actually literally That's horrible. what I'm saying. Like, thinking about, like, me getting my period and just, like, figuring out how to be a girl. But Funny. I would be great to talk about birth control because. Yeah, you have a lot of birth control thoughts. I'm an advocate, too. I hate this. Yeah, and you literally currently have your IUD, so. Yeah, I'm ready to rip it out myself. Um, there's a couple on TikTok. I'm scared. I f- forgot who it was. They took their no, IUD out. No, like, he took her no, IUD no, out. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. That sounds so painful. Like, I've never had an IUD. I don't plan on ever having one, so I don't have to worry about that. But also, like, how does that even work? Would that not rip your cervix open? Like, is that not bad to rip it out? No, because it just, like, collapses back. Like, it it goes, like, and slides out. Mm, wish that made sense to me, but it's okay. Yeah. Because, like, when they insert it, it's, like, inserted like this, and then it opens up. Molly's trying to give me an anatomy lesson, but... Yeah. I'm just... It, but it, it the, the pain... If you never get an IUD, like, the pain that you feel, it's so funny, because my sisters went in and got their IUD unmedicated, like yeah (laughs) just my mom was like drive yourself and i was freaked out of having an iud so so much anxiety i got prescribed a valium a cytotech cypotech that's thing that like dilates your cervix so it's bigger oh literally so like what they give you when you give birth yes so then it's like (laughs) easier to like put it in yeah. yeah and then i got lidocaine in my cervix so it numbed it and I got prescribed Norco, which is a pain medicine. Jeez Louise, you were put out for your IUD. And that is usually something that people literally walk in, get it, walk out. And like I walk in, get it, cry, walk out. I couldn't drive because I was on like pain medicine and and Valium. And that was like I was high as a kite, but it was so much pain, Lexi. Like you felt the pain even though you were yes i i just feel like they numb you and the numbing hurts really bad but i just (laughs) shiver down the spine i I will not be getting that again after like you get it out and have babies i don't know because everyone says like it gets easier but i think i'm a big advocate for like natural planning i have a friend who's doing that right now and it seems so foolproof my sisters are yeah yeah like that sounds that sounds great to me yeah whenever i have to worry about that i don't know my thing is like we just can't afford a kid right now fair so that's fair and my other thing that's scary is like the medicines that i'm on right now for like my health i literally can't have a baby like my medicine would kill my baby really because i feel like if i thought it was that like if you got pregnant while you were on whatever medication you're on as long as you stayed on it you were fine no like the side effects for my high blood pressure i think oh like it literally says like you cannot have a baby on this like which is so scary and i'm like oh that would be the like the best miracle like that i would be like i was supposed to get pregnant you know like you have an iud like and then i get pregnant i'd be like oh my gosh but then my baby would like die oh yeah with the medicine around that's damn i know kind of sad kind of scary anyways i think that was good for this week's update on a happier note today we're talking about personality tests (laughs) i love a good personality test something like i i just love it like i love being able to sit down 
go on Google and have them tell me everything I need to know about myself. <laughs> Pinterest is my favorite. And I like, I don't know, I like knowing other people's. Like, I'm constantly asking people what their Enneagram is. Do you feel like you can look at someone and be like, I know what your Enneagram is? I feel like if I know someone and have, like, spent time with them, like, when I worked at the last school I worked at, I could guess my coworkers, like, in my classroom, I could guess their Enneagrams. Mm. I'm not that, But like, that was after, like, working with them. You have to, like, I feel like you have to know someone yeah. decently well to be able to try to guess it. I'm not that well-knowledged. I go through phases. Even though I was supposed to study up for this pod. Yeah, Molly did not do her homework, but it's okay, some of us did. <laughs> you didn't <laughs> even finish the rose you under the bus yeah i read okay so we're gonna talk about the enneagram test the 16 personalities myers briggs personality test and then the love languages oh right 16 personality test myers briggs is the same, the same thing. thing okay yeah. i was like girl i only did one of those yeah no no yeah um and i'm excited i read a book about the enneagram that was really good i you started reading with a the book. fact that I didn't finish it. <laughs> Stop! You're Molly's literally dragging me right now. <laughs> it's okay though. Yeah, I didn't finish it, but it was really good, and I do intend on finishing it. Um, but yeah, so we have lots of thoughts. Sit back, grab a drink, play this on your commute to work. Play this while you're doing the laundry, and yeah, just like Lexi. Yeah, <laughs> and you're going to learn some more about yourself. I think it'd be fun. If you haven't taken these tests, you should take them because I do think it's, like, I, th- I do think they're all, like, very beneficial in your day-to-day life, but we can talk about that, like, when we get into each test and, like, where to take them and where to find them and all of the things. Yeah, let me let me tell you not to take your Enneagram on truly.com. Yeah. Because you have to pay for what no, you freaking, your, like, your results. results. Yeah. That's so dumb. No, that's lame. So dumb. Okay, for love languages, I'm sure everyone has heard of it, but if you haven't, there are four different love languages, and when you take the tests, it rates kind of... There's five. There's five? Okay, I'm off to a bad start. Anyways, <laughs> okay, you talk about it. Okay. Um, I, like Lexi said, there's five, and... I think it's a cool test to take once a year. Yeah. Um, because Love languages are ones that, like, change. And it's so funny because after getting married, I thought mine, like, wouldn't really change because we'd been together for so long. But I was expecting my physical touch to, like, increase mm-hmm. because I was, like, married. But it actually didn't. So um, the love languages that you can get are... Um, receiving gifts, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, and words of affirmation. And um, basically, it's a great way to help others and yourself understand how you receive love and give love. Yeah. Um, I always make KJ take it, so I know that I am, like, fulfilling his love. Yeah. And he, like, really understands like my love languages and he tries super hard even though we're very opposite in our love languages yeah i gave a presentation on the love languages one time when i was in college oh i didn't know that yeah and basically i remember 
something I did, or maybe it's just something that I came up with because I'm literally so smart, was that it's <laughs> like you're done. Literally a language. Like if you are in a relationship and you don't know like your love language or your partner's love language, then you're literally miscommunicating on every level. Like their love language can be acts of service and so they're constantly like maybe they're scraping the snow off your car for you or maybe they're getting your drink for you in the morning or something like that that's in their eyes they're like i love you so much i just want to help you but in your eyes you're waiting for them to give you words of affirmation and so you're like you know you know you never say that i'm beautiful you never tell me like good job when i do something but you're literally speaking two different languages like it's so important to know your love language and the person who you're in a relationship with or even friends i love knowing my friends love languages no same yeah um okay i just like found this thing really fast and basically it talks about i can share this on the instagram too but it talks about what each one means and so like words affirm affirmation words of affirmation stroke (laughs) um basically says like actions don't always speak louder than words if your love language is unsolicited compliments mean oh if this is your love language unsolicited compliments mean the world to you which that's crazy that all i have to say is like i love you and then like someone's day just like gets yeah better. i'm a big words of affirmation girl yeah which is a recent development i used to not care about words yeah of no same yeah um quality time is it says that nothing says i love you like full undivided attention which is so true i love quality time yeah. and quality time is like a really big thing for me especially since physical touch is like such a like low on my scale yeah Yeah. um receiving gifts is don't mistake this love language for materialism um receiving gifts thrives on the love thoughtfulness effort and the effort behind gifts yeah which i used to be a big i'm pretty sure my last year my top one was gifts yeah and everyone's always like oh that's weird and i hated telling people that but it's just like so thoughtful yeah like yeah it's your last one yeah yeah (laughs) but i feel like gifts and acts of service kind of go hand in hand Mm -hmm. because when kj kj like usually tries to bring me home flowers like twice a month Mm -hmm. and to me i'm like interesting there's no oh there's flowers yeah i was like there is flowers (laughs) (laughs) whoops um but i feel like that's acts of service like and gifts yeah so i'm like they just both go hand in hand yeah but anyways the next one is acts of service and it says like vacuuming the floors can be an expression of love yeah especially yes. when it's something you don't want to do yeah like taking the trash out too yeah well like i know every time i do like the dishes or like clean the house kj is so appreciative and he's like thank you so much but then that's like words of affirmation mm-hmm. it's so weird they all they all intertwine well, okay well i guess it's, it's words of affirmation for me but it's like access service for yeah. him yeah. yeah um and then the next one is obviously physical touch but which doesn't have to be like yeah it says like this love language isn't about the bedroom yeah. a person's primary uh, who's primary primary um love language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy hugs pats on the back holding hands thoughtful touches on the arm shoulder and face that's what i was gonna say for me it's like little like driving in the car yeah like hand on my leg or something like that yeah yeah so i will tell you what my one is that i just took um, so I am 33% of words of affirmation. And when I was taking this test, KJ was sitting next to me and he texted me and he was like, I love you. 
And like, oh, not him. I know he's so cute. cute. I know. And I was like, did you see me take this? And he's like, yeah, I just wanted to know that I loved you. Bye. And I'm like, wait, that's so cute. Like, he's so good at it. I know. (laughs) Me pissed. Um, And then I'm 23% quality time, um, 23% acts of service. So those are tied. And then 13% receiving gifts, which that used to be my top one last year. So I think that's kind of crazy that it's like completely gone down. And then I'm still 7% physical touch. Yeah. And we're working on that in therapy about why I have such a like struggle with physical touch. But it's honestly just not a big priority for me that I need someone to like hug me, touch me, like Mm -hmm. anything like that. But I also don't like telling people that I struggle with physical touch because I don't want people to be like, oh, I can't give you a hug. Like, I don't want them to think that I'm scared. Yeah. I'm like, no, please give me a hug. Like, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. It it, it used to. It did, but I've gotten better at it. Yeah, you have. Yeah. I do feel like some hugs are awkward. Well, some people, you just, like, literally don't need a hug. But when I'm crying or, like, sad, like, I would love a hug. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Unfortunately, right now, all I'm thinking about is how KJ's told us that we sound like buffoons when we're going back and forth and just being like, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's so mean. So cool. <laughs> Not me saying, like, oh, I love him. <laughs> He's so nice. <laughs> it's just when I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. Yes. For sure. Yes, I love that. <laughs> when I listened to the pod the other day, and I was like, yes. Yes. I was like, Grinch. No, literally, I'm canceled. Yeah. Anyways, I need okay. to broaden my vocabulary. Okay, I don't know the exact breakdowns of my love languages. I don't have That's like, okay. my test in front of me. But something about me is that I do love all of them. Oh, so you're all equal. I'm like, five-way tie. No, my top two. I took this, I want to say in December. So, like, the most recent time. It was physical touch was my top. And right below that was words of affirmation, which was newer. Like, before that, it was physical touch and quality time. So, physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, then gifts. Nothing better than being told that, like, you're appreciated. Yeah. And I think that's where, like... Because I used to think words of affirmation was just, like, compliments, like, physical compliments. And that really doesn't make as much of a difference for me as just someone acknowledging that you're doing a good job or, like, that you're doing something hard or just appreciating that you're doing something. Yeah. You know? No, that is... Love to be praised, I guess. <laughs> That's funny enough, because we will be talking about that in the next... Um... Oh, test? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, love languages are so helpful. And there's also... I was recently listening to a podcast with Jay Shetty, and he was talking about how there's, like, you have languages for arguing, too. Mm-hmm. Like, ways that you argue, and that's probably also so beneficial to know in a relationship, like, the way your partner... Because if you're a person that wants to, like, sit down right then and there and discuss it and, like, hash it out, but your partner is someone that's like, I need to take a step back and I need to think you like you would get into an even bigger fight because you'd be like why are you walking away you don't care but in their head they're like this is me caring yeah i feel like me and kj have the same like fighting language language, where it's like we both like just need a moment to like step away and this is like in the marriage podcast i was gonna say this but a lot of people said like don't go to bed mad yeah but like me and kj can go to bed mad and like wake up and like Either we were like, okay, that was dumb. Why were mm-hmm. we fighting about that? It's like, I understand. Like, yeah. I slept on it. Yes. Exactly. I feel like that, like, never go to bed angry can kind of be toxic. Yeah. 
Because what good is it if you're tired yeah. and arguing about something that you're, like, emotionally invested in? Yeah. You're just probably talking in circles. But I do still think it's good to, like, bring it up and, like... Yeah. Like, be like, okay, I forgive you. Yeah. Like, don't like just, like... push it under the rug. Yeah, because I feel like we did that for a really long time and that wasn't healthy. Yeah. So... Well, you live and you learn. We do go to bed mad, like, sometimes, but in the morning I'm like, I'm sorry. Like... Yeah. I was overreacting. Are you good at saying that you were wrong? Yes. Good. KJ's not. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay, because he's just... He's not... We don't, like, really fight, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like you guys rarely are actually in an argument. And we're not... Me and KJ aren't competitive. Yeah. Where we don't ever have to, like, really feel like... I never feel like we're, like, hitting I won, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had something to add, but... (laughs) Cheers. Yeah, that was great. Anyways, what test do you want to do next? Let's do the 16 personalities. So Myers-Briggs. Okay. Okay, Molly and I both just took the 16 personalities test like right before we started recording and so we haven't told each other what our thing is yet okay if you're not familiar with the 16 personalities test that is the website that you take it on and it's called like 16personalities.com like it's the official website and same with the love languages you've taken it on that one like the website for the love languages is the like five love languages.com or something like oh, that oh i was like i didn't take it on 16 personalities. oh no no, no 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 oh i just mean like the name of the test is where you take yes like where you can take it and like figure out what yours is um so for the 16 personalities we can do you want to just tell me what yours is and i'll tell you what mine is sure and then i'll kind of go over the breakdown of it okay you want me to start first yeah okay so i literally can't remember I took this probably, like, four years ago. Same. And I can't remember what mine was. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. I have nothing to compare to. But um, I ended up being a protagonist. Okay. Which is um, E-N-F-J-T. Okay. And at first when I got this, I was like, mm, I didn't love that. I hate to be a protagonist. Yeah, I'm like, what does that mean? But then reading about it, I was like, wait this is so cool yeah i do really like this test because the website is so helpful like it goes into so much detail about like how you could like possibly resonate with what your type is but it breaks it down in friendships relationships jobs yeah Yeah. parenting yeah parenthood kind of like your strengths and weaknesses so that like i feel like the first time i took this test i was like, it's so helpful to see all of that. Yeah. And just be able... It's, like, very validating, I would say, I was say like, it, it makes you feel heard, seen, yeah. Yeah. understood. You're just like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. It also is kind of fun because it tells you, like, what celebrities or famous people have yeah. had your... Mine was Oprah. I... And Barack Obama. Anne Hathaway. Cool. Hers is all I remember. Because <laughs> I was like, ooh, Anne Hathaway. Amazing. And I'm problematic queen. Okay, mine is The Defender. Oh. I-S-F-J. Or no yeah isfjt okay so if you don't know what these like what that means that's just a bunch of gibberish so let me break it down um first did you read what role like quote-unquote role yours fell into role like it had five options oh like the percentage the percentages no it was like mine's infjt and then it falls under the sentinel 
there's four different categories or roles that each personality will fall under. Okay. So there's the analyst, the diplomat, the sentinel, or the explorer. And it said these help determine your goals and interests and preferred activities. Like it groups four personalities into one of these four roles. Oh. So it like, you can go on the website and see like how it's going to break your specific personality type down. But that was also just like another way you could kind of like, or people that are more like you in each group. Okay. Oh, I'm a diplomat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, mine. Wait, what, what were you? What was your role? Sentinel. Oh. Which, cool. didn't know what that meant before, but now I do. The website is super helpful, so if, like, you want to get on it so while cute. we're talking, it's super helpful. And, like, yeah, the graphics are cute. Um, the test sums up your personality type by breaking it into five main parts. You have mind, energy, nature, tactics, and identity. So, that's what each, like, each letter kind of stands for something. Like, my first letter is an I- molly's first letter is an e that's introvert or extrovert so i'm more introverted and you're more extroverted and that's mine that says that aspect shows how you interact with your surroundings wait do you know what your percentage is um yes i think i took a screenshot of it i was which this was i was like kind of shocked about because i feel like i've always said oh i'm such an extrovert mm-hmm. i was only 53 percent extroverted i'm 59 percent introverted 41 percent extroverted that shocks me about you no, because I remember one time, maybe the first time I took this test, I was, like, kind of surprised that it was introvert, too. But then I tried to learn more about what it is to be introverted or extroverted. Yeah. And it's not necessarily, like, being an outgoing person so much as it is, like, where you go to recharge. Like, is being with a group of people, mm. does that is that something that kind of brings more out of you and it gives you more energy? Or is that more draining to you? To me, it's so draining to be with people. And when I'm by myself, that's when I can recharge and, like, regroup and kind of... And see, when I'm by myself, I, like, get in my head and that's yeah. when I'm, like, most depressed. Oh, okay. Yeah. And see, like, I'm in a big group of people and I'm in my head. Oh. Wow. Yeah. But then so many, like, I told that to, I think, my cousin this last weekend and I was like, oh, I'm an introvert. Well, because I was in New York with all of my friends and our first night there... Don't was... worry, she left me home. <laughs> Molly had to work. I was like how about we were trying to like figure out what we we're gonna do after dinner and i was like how about we just go back you know watch a movie fun night in and everyone was like everyone thought i was kidding and they like laughed and i was like oh i was being serious but i guess not and they were like a night in in the city and i was like absolutely yeah. sounds like a dream no, yeah say less and me and my cousin were like yeah a night like, in but we're both so introverted open up the blinds turn on a show okay but this is my thing i'm like we can watch a new york city themed movie i like to be i'm a homebody but i like to be with people yeah and i think you like to be just like home settled yeah and you can be by yourself fine but when i by myself i like immediately am depressed oh yeah i get that but i've also had a person for yeah true because i feel like i used to be very dependent on my friends or like my mom even and now i've just had to figure out how to be by myself and appreciate being by myself like i truly Mm. love my alone time yeah which i feel like it took a while for me to get there but now i'm thriving yeah it said introverted and introverted individuals tend to prefer fewer yet deep and meaningful social interactions and often feel drawn to calmer environments and that could not be more true that's so cool yeah so that is the mind aspect like that first letter and then the second one 
is energy and it's either observant or intuitive. So what was your second letter? I. And mine is S. So we're opposites on that too. Oh my gosh. So you're more intuitive and I'm more observant. Yeah. Mine was like close on that one too. It was 57%. But like I just said, I'm always in my head. Yeah. Yeah. True. And wait, did you take a screenshot of it? Like, do you have what it says about intuitive? Um, yeah. For mine, it says observant individuals are pragmatic and down to earth. They tend to have a strong focus on what is happening or very likely to happen. Um, mine says intuitive individuals are very imaginative, imaginative, open-minded, and curious. The value originally... What? Original... Yeah, so me and Lexi actually can't read. Um, And focus on hidden meanings meanings and distant possibilities. Love it. But... You're in your... Yeah, like you're just in your head more too. But mine was also 55%, so I feel like I'm still pretty close to like the middle. Yeah. yeah. This next one, my... The F for the like defender stands for feeling... Or you can have... Do you have an F, too? I'm an F. Okay. I think the other letter is T. It's thinking. Oh, yeah. the other option. Yeah. Um, and I've got 74% feeling oh. for that one. It says feeling individuals value emotional expression oh. and sensitivity. They place a lot of importance on empathy, social harmony, and cooperation. Love I'm, that. I'm 71 feeling. 74, yeah. Yeah. I'm 71. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 74 is what I was saying. Yeah. My so, like, I'm just saying, like, yeah. we're still, like, really close on yeah. that one. And I do feel like me and Lexi agree a lot on our emotions. Yeah. Like, resonate we, yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I love that. I love that I mentioned sensitivity because we're going to bring it back to therapy literally all the time. When I first started therapy, we talked a lot about how I was sensitive and how growing up I viewed that to be something that was bad. Yes. Like a negative thing. Like, it carried such a negative connotation Like, for crying me. is, like, embarrassing, a showing thing. your emotion. Yes. Yeah. And... I learned a lot in therapy just to kind of embrace that side of me and embrace my ability to be sensitive and also seeing it as something that's like, yes, I'm more sensitive, like as far as my emotions go. But when it comes to other people, I feel like I can feel them out like really well. Yes. Like get a good read on how someone's feeling without them saying anything. And that has to do with me being sensitive to other people's like feelings and emotions. Yeah. And so I literally was like, that's my superpower. Like being sensitive is my superpower. I love that. Instead of being, like, a bad thing. So if you're sensitive, hey, gang gang. True. The last letter before the... I guess I need to explain the T. Was yours T or A? T. The T stands for... You don't want to do the last letter? Yeah, I was just gonna... You're right, second to last letter. My bad. ADHD moment. Um, judging or prospecting. Did you get a J or a P? A J. Yeah, I'm judging. Mm, amazing. I was like, ooh, that's bad. Because the last time I took this test, it was I had a P, but I was like, whatever. Oh. Um, 54% judging. Oh, I'm 67%. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but it's not like it's not necessarily a negative thing at it, all. It says no, judging it indivi- individuals are decisive, thorough, and highly organized. They value clarity, predictability, and closure, preferring structure and planning to spontaneity. Yeah. So, kind of fun. And then the last letter, which is what I was, like, jumping around trying to explain. It's, like, those four letters and then dash, yeah. A, or T. Or T, yeah. So, you've got assertive or turbulent. I'm turbulent. You're turbulent. Yeah. Yeah. 
turbulent individuals are self-conscious and sensitive to stress. Yep, they feel me. a sense of urgency in their emotions and tend to be success-driven, perfectionistic, and eager to improve. Whereas it said assertive. I read a little bit about assertive and it was just more like sure of themselves. Mm, could never be me. Actually, I'll work on it, but yeah, no promises about that one. Um, And I'm going to butcher this because I didn't write it down. I'm doing it off of memory. But there's like two different places that the Myers-Briggs test came from and they kind of combined them with the first half being like the INFJ or ISFJ whatever and the AT aspect like that was kind of combining the two different theories and making them one. Oh, cool so those are kind of like the main parts that, I like that. sum up yeah and each like each letter kind of focuses on a different thing like Mind shows how you interact with your surroundings. Energy determines how you see the world and process information. Nature determines how you make decisions and cope with emotions. Tactics, that second to last letter, reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision making. And then that last one, which is like the dash um, aspects, that identity aspects underprint. Okay. I cannot read. No, yeah, neither can I. <laughs> The identity aspect underprint, underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. Wow, that was hard for me to spit out. That was good. So that's the 16 personalities test. I seriously recommend going on that website so much because it is so cool to see like how you are in relationships, how you are in friendships, how you are in your workplace. Like It's really cool, and I think it's cool to read other people's like it would be cool uh-huh. for you to see kj's yeah and see how yours like coincide with like relationships and like if you're a parent like seeing how yours your partner's like looks and like being a parent because it's just really cool it's cool to see like how you naturally handle situations yeah mine and i just like looked in the friendship one and one of the things it says is um with friends i don't necessarily always focus on them feeling validated but i focus on them being supported and i don't focus on them being heard but i focus on them being understood i like that i see that too that's so cool like Mm -hmm. i i do feel like that is so me where i am very supportive in all of my friend like ships Mm -hmm. like friendships and whatever they choose to do like choose this path or that path Whatever path they go down, I, like, will let them do it. Yeah. Like, I will support them wherever they feel best. Yeah. that's and cool. And whenever, like, my friends are going through something that I've never been able to, like, understand. Like, mm-hmm. Lexi's always saying, like, it's so hard that you've never had to, like, deal with heartbreak. Yeah. I still, so like, she's try... literally one of God's favorites for that. No, stop. I, like, still tried to put myself in Lexi's shoes. Yeah. Or, like, any of my friends that are still single. And I still try to understand them and, like help them you're good at seeking to understand people yeah um something about the myers-briggs test is it's on like it's like a prompt option on dating apps it'll be like share what your oh personality is that on like bumble i think it's on hinge oh that's actually that's what i was gonna yeah you have like the option it's like one of the prompts you can put your personality test so that's cool kind of fun get to know the person 
that like I do think that's a good way to get to know someone. Sorry, my last thing about this. I oh, just yeah, thought it was off. so cool. But this one said, um, one of the greatest joys is helping someone they care about reaching their goals. Aww. I was like, that's, that's so, so cute. tender. I know. I need to read through mine more. I'm like, should I should I get that tattooed on me? <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of the sixteen personalities. Yeah, actually I will be getting that. Tattooed. You guys when you take these tests should like DM us what your results were like yeah. if you liked it or if it was helpful okay last but not least the enneagram my they're like no we favorite. hated this they're like this is the worst episode ever you guys are idiots they told I'm me like, i was a narcissist i'm like preach go for it okay we're gonna talk about the enneagram so yes i started a book yes i didn't finish said book but it was really good i also it, didn't do my research so i can't say anything it's called the road back to you and it went into like the history of the enneagram and where it came from and like kind of how the concept came about and how it grew in popularity it started a lot with like religious like leaders like priests it said a lot like use they use the enneagram in like classes to help them better understand themselves which i thought was really cool because for me the enneagram is like that's my favorite one to like go off of the 16 personalities is cool but i feel like there's a lot of things that i'm like oh yeah like that ties into my enneagram for me so they're all fun to do but anyways a little rundown from the book it says the enneagram teaches that there are nine different personality styles in the world one of which we naturally gravitate towards and adopt in childhood to cope and feel safe each type or number has a distinct way of seeing the world and an underlying motivation that powerfully influences how that type thinks, feels, and behaves. Which is so cool because I'm like, well, duh, like, you are... Molly's literally peeling off her eyelashes as we speak. It only took you the whole episode. so good. Um, you are shaped so much from childhood on... Like, it's cool. Like, it was cool to me to, to read that. So, the nine different types are the perfectionist, the helper, the performer, the romantic, the investigator, the loyalist, the enthusiast, the challenger, and the peacemaker. And the Enneagram has, um, like, a chart. Like, if you look up the Enneagram, you'll see, not a pie chart, but, like... I feel like it's, like, a pie chart. Okay. That's a, That was an accurate way to describe yeah. it? Okay. And each number or type has an arrow pointing out to two other numbers. Okay, but the test that I did did not do that. The test you did was weird. I like taking the Enneagram test on the Electric Energies website. I knew I was on the wrong website. Because it's free. They just tell you the information. And you don't have to, like, I don't think you have to sign up for anything. I'm not going back and retaking it. No, it's a long... That This is a... The Enneagram one is longer. I've only taken it twice, and it's been the same, so I never feel like I need to take it again. I feel like the Enneagram... I don't think that one the changes. the But I feel like it doesn't change either. Like, it is just who you are at your core, yeah. and there's so many different aspects to it, but it's like... I've, like, your wing... I've always been a two. ...can change me too. I, so I'm also a two, and that's the helper. And um, I'm... I was, like, kind of expecting mine to change because I haven't taken it in a while. But I feel like I've always been a two. Yeah. I, it, like, I feel like it peels back a lot of layers and it's just, like, genuinely who you are at your core. Yeah. Um, the Enneagram has, if you're also looking at the chart, it has different triads. So there's the anger slash gut triad. And those are types eight, nine, and one. The heart and feeling triad, which is two, three, and four. And then the fear head triad, which is five, six, seven. So it's just cool to, like, 
really learn more about yourself and kind of see more about how your brain is working and when you're in certain situations why you're feeling the way you are that's helpful for me like as a like I'm a big feeler I love understanding and I love understanding other people I feel like when I disagree with someone if I can just understand where they're coming from I feel so much better even if we still don't agree like yeah that's just important to me um if you've taken the Enneagram you've probably like you're familiar with wing numbers your wing is the type that's on either side of you so for me and molly we are type twos so we can either have a wing one or a wing three and it's just the type that you like kind of lean into more like you kind of can relate to them a little bit more and your wing number can change so i the first time i took the test i was a two wing three and the second time i was a two wing one it doesn't really like it doesn't make the biggest difference i think it honestly just depends on like what kind of phase of life you're in and i think i'm a two wing three yeah that makes sense are you a two wing one yeah okay um so going back to the kind of chart that you see with the enneagram um the two points out to the four and the eight i want to say are you looking at the chart i mean my chart doesn't look oh yeah so the two i'm almost positive points out to the eight and then the four points towards the two so when i was reading the book it was talking about your stress and security numbers so the number that is pointing out from your number is your stress number the number pointing to your number is your security number and um it indicates what traits you pick up when you're in high stress situations so like if you're which is so funny because someone that i like kind of like was dating they were an eight and when i read that i was like i can totally see how that is like like those it was just funny because those were the negative personality traits that i picked up in high stress situations and i could totally see that and it literally did not work out well at all but it was just crazy to like realize that and kind of learn more about my personality in that way. Um, and then your security number, the one is pointing towards you. Those are the characteristics you pick up when you're feeling safe and secure. Um, according to the book, the Enneagram is extremely like spiritually driven and it's here to help you understand yourself and your behaviors and make sense of the way that you work. Which I just think that's so cool. Like I didn't know it was like spiritually driven. That's neither did cool. I until I started reading the book. Which obviously, like, if you're not a spiritual person, you can still relate to the Enneagram. Like, it's not really spirituality. I feel like it's just how people say Zodiac is like kind of spiritual. Yeah. Like, it whether spiritual for you includes God or not. It's a sense of hope and meaning. Yeah, and, and like something greater. Yeah. And so just... It's like a power. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I find it so helpful to know people around me's Enneagrams. Because you can also kind of see, like, farther into the book, it talks about, like, strengths and weaknesses and kind of, like, habits of each type. And I think it's so helpful to be able to see that if you're in a relationship or just friendships. Like, be able to see when someone... Because, like, the stress numbers and security numbers, you can kind of see how you self-destruct in a way like Mm -hmm. how your type tends to act in those high stress situations that's not healthy and you can be like okay this is the tendency that i have how do i flip that how do i make it a positive instead of something that is negative yeah because at least for me like those eight tendencies were negative and not helpful so that's the enneagram i highly recommend it i also love going on instagram and there's different 
account. I follow, yeah, I follow Enneagram. For Enneagrams. There's and like Enneagram so therapists. Yeah, like it is so accurate and like validating to me. And there's also, there's like funny memes that you can look at yeah. that'll like tell you what characters are what Enneagram type. And I just literally think it's so fun. Um, I kind of did research on just my type. I'm mm-hmm. sorry I didn't do any research on like any other types. Oh, I'm there. We're the same type, so that benefits me. Yeah. So there was just like little bullet points, and one was um, type two always reaches out first and lets them know that you care, Mm -hmm. which is so funny because I was telling Lexi, I'm like, these totally go along with my um, love language. Yeah. Like, I feel like my type, my, since I'm a type two, it falls along with my love languages, which is so crazy. Um, the other one that I thought was so me is, um, if you think that I need help, jump in. But if you ask, I'm going to say I'm fine. But, like, the way to help me is, like, just do just something. Do it, yeah. And I'll appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Like, don't be like, hey, are you okay? It's like, just give me a hug. Because yeah. you know I'm sad. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be like, no. Yeah, I need a hug right now. Yeah. And I'm not very good at asking. Um... So, I feel like those were really good. I love when people check up on me. That's, yeah. like, a big type two thing. Yeah. Um, so, I honestly, if you are in a relationship or, like, have best friends or just starting to meet friends. Yeah. I would literally ask them what their Enneagram is. So, how you can, like, understand Yes. Them. Yes. I think it is so helpful. And there's this Instagram account. It's called Enneagram with JB. And she's an Enneagram Justin coach. Bieber? Yeah, how'd you know? Oh my gosh. Justin Bieber. Yeah, he's a huge Enneagram guy. Um, But the Instagram account has different graphics and like, it's like ways to understand this type and ways that, like things that this type will say and what they mean. And I just, like, that is so beneficial to know just how, like, when you're communicating with someone, what they're, like, what that means. Are you look? What'd you just look up? <laughs> My jaw like literally just dropped. Yeah, but I looked up what um and or what celebrities are type twos. <laughs> Dolly Parton. My queen. We were literally You're just kidding. listening to her. Ugh. Um, Oprah. Oprah, which is so funny because she's the same yeah. as my Myers Briggs. Yeah. Um, and these other ones I don't really know. Let me see. Yeah. Oh, Doris Day. Hey, girly. Oh, who's that? She's like an older actress. Oh, Mother Teresa. Oh, heck yeah. You want to know something embarrassing? What? I didn't know Mother Teresa was a real person. What do you mean? I thought she was Heavenly Mother. Okay. But that's for another <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I really did not know she was a real Literally person. Literally so much to unpack there. No, like, she was a nun. Celine Dion! All of my, all of my favorite ladies up here. Oh my gosh. Okay, really quick, another Instagram account that I think is, like, helpful and has cool, like, videos for the Enneagram is Enneagram Ashton. She's another, like, there's, like, Enneagram consultants, Enneagram coaches, like, I mean, do what you will with this information, but I just think it's fun, and I think it's honestly super helpful when you're getting to know someone or trying to get to know yourself, truly. Like, it is so cool to read something that is, like, your personality type and kind of see how it what it means for you and what it looks like in your life and your job the author of the book is talking about how he was like wasn't feeling fulfilled in his work anymore and felt like there was something missing and felt like he just wasn't working well with the people around him and then he like 
dove into the Enneagram and learned so much more about it and said it he felt like it helped him find purpose in his career again yeah I do feel like when I'm at my lowest lows I like to take these tests because then it helps me feel like so seen yes and that I'm not the only person in this situation and then it honestly helps me know how to ask for help yeah um which is like another big thing for me is I don't really like know how to ask for help um but my love language tests, my Enneagram, and my Myers-Briggs definitely helps with those things. Honestly, next time I'm struggling, I'm just going to, like, send someone something. Yeah. <laughs> type two it's good when to they're be, sad. It's good. No, seriously. You're, like, <laughs> subtweeting like, at people. No, it's like, I need someone to tell me I love you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so everyone look out on Molly's Instagram. Yeah, literally. She's going to be posting something on her story. It's just good to be self-aware. And it's yeah. good to, like... Learn more about yourself for you. It doesn't have to be for anyone else. It is. It feels good to know more about yourself and to learn more about the way that your brain functions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's all we've got for you today as far as personality tests go. We hope you learned at least one thing or somehow found this entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, hopefully you guys made it this far. Was this boring? Did you guys like this one? Because I love a good personality test. I feel like there was also things about my Enneagram and my 16 personalities one that kind of point to my Zodiac sign. Same. Like my sun sign. I am like, and I, I wish I knew my like rising. And Me too. What is the other one? Rising and. Your sun, moon, and rising. Yeah. But I don't because I don't know when I was born. I'll really figure that figure out on that another out. day. Because I've kind of started writing more down about my sun sign, my rising sign, my yeah. moon sign, and what house I'm in because it puts you in a house too, depending on like what time you were born. Oh, and it's so cool. That is cool. So figure out what time you were born at, girly. I will. Everyone, mm. go ask your mom or dad what time you were born. Yeah, and then DM Lexi, and she'll figure out what house you live in. What <laughs> house you live in? Like it's Harry Potter. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Anyways, that was it for today. We love you guys. Hope you got something out of this. Tell us what your types are. Send us some good personality tests that you like. Let us know if you guys are twos also. Yeah, fellow twos. Like, I wonder how many people that listen to this are twos. Oh, we're saying personalities. KJ's a nine. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, kind of crazy. But anyways, that was it for today. Love you guys. We love you so much. Talk to you later. Bye, bestie.